0: Hello and welcome to this podcast of Renew Lehigh Valley's Brown Bag Discussion Series. I'm Stephen Bliss, Executive Director of Renew Lehigh Valley, and for our December 2009 Brown Bag Sessions, we held two evening community forums to discuss the latest progress in the effort to establish a bi-county public health department for the Lehigh Valley. This would be the first regional health department in Pennsylvania. The podcast that you are about to hear is from the community forum that took place on December 8, 2009, at Washington Elementary School in Bangor in the Slate Belt region, this forum was organized jointly by Renew Lehigh Valley and the Legal Women Voters, Northampton County Chapter. The moderator for this panel was Joan Dean, President of the Legal Women Voters for Northampton County. The panelists in the order in which you'll hear them, are Dr. David Lyon, Chair of the Lehigh Valley Board of Health and Executive Vice President. For Medical and Academic Affairs at Easton Hospital. John Reinhart, member of the Board of Health and superintendent of the Bangor Area School District. Dr. Alberto Carde, chairman of the Health Studies Department at East Stroudsburg University. And Gerald Barron, consultant to the Lehigh Valley Board of Health and deputy director of the Center for Public Health Practice at the University of Pittsburgh. We welcome your feedback and input on this podcast. So please send your comments to us at smartgrowth at For more information on the effort to create a regional health department for the Lehigh Valley, visit our regional health initiative page at www.renewlv.org health. Thanks for listening.
1: Again, I'm Joan Dean, President of the Northampton County League of Women Voters. Before we started, um, I wanted to tell you something about the League of Women Voters. We are trusted, informative, nonpartisan, but we are nothing if not tenacious. In fact, our tenacity is legendary. I have an example of that with us here tonight. There is a person here who has lived in Easton for a number of years, is a past president of the league, and who started advocating for a board of health for this area 30 years ago. Her name is Isla Bell Hahn. She's there in the red sweater. Thank you. And every president since then has carried the torch for this particular program now we stand, hopefully, on the brink of its reality. We think that this is an idea whose time has come. But more importantly, we want all of you to know why we think this is so important. So without further ado, let me introduce the first of our panel of speakers. Um, Our first panel speaker is Dr. David Lyon. Uh, He is the current chair of the Lehigh Valley Board of Health. He is the Executive Vice President for Medical and Academic Affairs of Easton Hospital, and he was chairman of the Northampton County Interim Board of Health from 2005 to 2007. Dr. Lyon worked for many years with the New York State Department of Health and is currently a member of the Easton Area School District School Health Council. A graduate of Columbia University School of Public Health, Dr. Lyon completed his clinical training at the University of Pennsylvania, served on um, several medical school faculties in the departments of medicine and community and preventive medicine, and currently holds the academic rank of clinical professor at Drexel University College of Medicine. He has authored numerous publications and receives grants of many sources. Would you speak to us, please?
2: Thank you so much for that kind introduction. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, thank you and the League of Women Voters uh, for your support. Uh, and also, uh, Stephen, thank you, Renew High Valley, on behalf of the Board of Health. Uh, and your staff for uh, the wonderful support that you've shown, not just in organizing this evening's uh, event, but uh, over the years. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to start uh, by by uh, letting you know that uh, I was by no means one of the earliest supporters of a Lehigh Valley Health Department. Uh, you've met uh, Isla Bell Hahn. She was one. I met her five years ago. Uh, there's another. health uh, and health department years before I arrived on the scene, but my involvement did begin in January of 2005, and based upon the past five years and the many meetings that I've had talking with countless residents of our community, I would like to take a few minutes to go back to basics briefly and set the stage, if you will, by saying just a few words about public health. Uh, Stephen has defined public health. Uh, It is the science and practice of preventing disease, prolonging life, and promoting health within communities. This is accomplished through educational intervention, policy development, program administration, service delivery, research, and most importantly, the organization of efforts and informed choices on the part of society, public and private community groups, and individuals. The core functions of public health are assessment of health status, the development of policies to maintain and promote health, and the assurance of access to public health services. There are a number of essential public health services. They include the monitoring of health status, the identification and solution of community health problems, the recognition and investigation of those problems and health hazards, informing, educating, and empowering people about public health issues. Very importantly, the mobilization of community partnerships. This is an integral part of public health service the enforcement of laws and regulations that protect health and ensure safety, the evaluation of the effectiveness of public health services, an essential component of public health. And finally, the support of individual and community health efforts. There are many programs that are typical for public health departments. I'm not going to list them all for you. Some of them are outlined in the uh, Renew Lehigh Valley fact sheet in the the back of the room. But they emphasize prevention. They encompass chronic disease programs such as cancer, heart disease, osteoporosis, diabetes, emphysema. Uh, They involve communicable diseases. Uh, We're all familiar with H1N1, the so-called swine flu. Uh, This is certainly a communicable disease that is very much within the purview of public health. But other diseases such as tuberculosis and sexually transmitted diseases, other communicable diseases, um, public health uh, involves um, control of vectors that uh, facilitate the transmission of disease, be they rodents or insects. Uh, And, of course, immunizations. Maternal and child health, food safety, uh, restaurant inspections, injury prevention, emergency preparedness. All of these things are fundamental components of public health services and a public health department. So since 2005, Working with first an interim board of health in Northampton County, with Northampton County government, with the City of Bethlehem and its Health Bureau, and ultimately a combined Northampton Lehigh County, bi county work group representing a broad cross section of stakeholders from both the public and the private sectors including county, city government, and other municipality officials, academic in- This group understood that the risks to public health do not recognize jurisdictional boundaries. The group further understood that because we do not have a regional health department providing public health services, Across both counties, state taxes paid by Northampton and Lehigh County residents are not being returned to the Lehigh Valley to improve local services. Instead, they are contributing to the support of public health services in other areas of Pennsylvania. And indeed, each and every year, because we do not have a regional health department. Providing public health services across both counties between four and five million dollars of public health funding is not available to benefit Lehigh Valley residents. The bi county work group's conclusions and recommendations led to Northampton and Lehigh counties requesting and the state of Pennsylvania creating a joint two-county, regional, Lehigh Valley Health Department. It led to the coming together of the Northampton County Council and the Lehigh County Board of Commissioners to form a Lehigh Valley Health Commission. And it led to the appointment of a regional Lehigh Valley Board of Health of which I am privileged to serve as chair. Such an historic public health partnership between neighboring counties is unprecedented in the history of the Commonwealth. It has but one purpose, to eliminate disparities and improve the provision of public health services for the welfare of all residents. So where are we, where, where do we find ourselves today in the, on this journey? Uh, The primary focus of the Board of Health since its uh, creation in January of this year, and the primary responsibilities of the Board define public health services plan to develop a health code, ordinances, rules, and regulations to ensure the public health, to prepare a financial plan, and an operating budget, to work effectively across diverse communities and constituencies throughout the public and private sectors, to recruit a qualified health department director, to earn the support of the residents of the Lehigh Valley and their elected representatives, and to meet all State Department of Health requirements for the establishment and operation of a regional department of health serving the needs of all residents of Northampton and Lehigh counties. This is the business of the Board of Health. And I'm, as I mentioned, I'm so happy and privileged to be part of that board. And I'm happy that several of my colleagues from the board are with us this evening. Uh, we are working to carry out those responsibilities. Um, I am. there there are few things in life, I think, that represent the opportunity to make a lasting contribution to one's community. And I truly believe that this is one of those special opportunities. Uh, I'm thankful for the support that I've received and the Board of Health has received and uh, I'm happy to uh, participate this evening and uh i thank you all for your attention
1: before we go on i just wanted to mention that uh, michael is here from the county council so we just want to say hello thank you. You're welcome. To it's all right uh, our next uh, panelist is uh mr john reinhart who is a member of the Lehigh Valley Board of Health and is current superintendent of the Bangor Area School District, a position he has held since 1998. As superintendent, he has spearheaded dramatic changes in this rural school district of 3,600 students. After spending 14 years teaching in the Easton Area School District, he returned to his home district as principal of the Five Points Elementary School. Since that appointment, he has served as principal of the Washington Elementary School, assistant superintendent for curriculum and instruction, and acting superintendent. A graduate of Mansfield University and Lehigh University, John is currently a doctoral student at Widener University. A lifetime resident of the Slate Belt area, John resides in Penargil with his wife, Judy.
3: good evening everyone it's my pleasure to welcome you here to washington elementary school it's great to have uh... this hearing in the slate belt and i was thrilled to uh... uh... help make the accommodations for this my advocacy for a health bureaus really um, came about from essentially three stages in my life the first stage of course was growing up here in the slate belt and, um, and when i say that i've had generations of family On both sides, uh, uh, my mother's and my father's family living here for a very long time. And during that period of time, it was very uh, obvious to me that um, local physicians played an important part in who we were and what we did and how we lived. And it was also clear to me that once my life took me beyond the Slave Belt and into other places, it was very clear to me that there were lots of things missing from the um, slate belt in terms of quality of life. Now if you take those observations and some of the experiences that I had growing up here and then you couple that with um, driving 14 miles down the road and teaching in downtown Easton and on Southside Easton, um, I was truly shocked to see uh, the the dire circumstances that a lot of our young people uh, poverty if you will uh, here in the slate belt but when I became face to face uh, came face to face with the poverty in, in in that particular part of our county it was very um, very shocking when I came to Bangor and I had to deliver services to kids and families as a principal of a school in a rural area, Uh, I gained another perspective on poverty because it was easy for me to see that, uh, well, if you go to East Indian, you go to Bethlehem, you can put your hands on the poor. You You can go to a house and knock on the door and assume that the people inside might be poor. But it's not that easy in the rural areas of the county in the rural areas of the county where I grew up, you couldn't really see the poverty. Unless you went back lanes that took you to farms where you had trailers and substandard housing for folks that lived on farms. And that's the way it was here at one time. But when I became an administrator here in the school district, I became acutely aware of the fact that the, the quality of life hadn't changed um, And in fact, if anything, services for a more complex society diminished over the course of time from when I grew up here and attended school at Washington to now. And that's when I started to feel that if I didn't raise the devil about some of this stuff, that I was not going to end up getting the attention that uh, I needed in order to help kids learn and for families to thrive. And so... I started attempting to put together partnerships with other agencies in the county. And, um, and quite honestly, we were willing to partner with us. And so um, we saw a surge of interest. And that surge of interest in helping us with public health issues continues to to this day. However, it's very clear to me that it shouldn't depend on people like me. It should be the right of every citizen in our region to be able to access services when they need them and to be able to do that in a way that's going to be uh, appropriate and and meaningful. Now, we still don't have many partnerships here in in the slate belt, uh, I think the number of physicians have probably diminished over the course of time. Uh, we have no clinic. Uh, an attempt to 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 do something like that was the Slate Belt um, Center, the, and of course that that changed uh, because of the I think the financial needs of that institution. So my point is that I'm sitting here now in um, the latter stages of of uh, my career. And I'm still dismayed and still somewhat disappointed that we can't say that the quality of life for folks in the slave belt has improved in terms of public health. Now, I'll give you a great example. Uh, The most recent one that I think that I I can give you is the H1N1 uh, vaccination clinics that were developed uh, here in the county. If you followed that along, I think you know that the vaccine was very hard to get. And uh, those who got it weren't quite sure how they were going to deliver it. And if you were in part uh, of the conversations and, and part of the decision-making plans there, you'd find that we truly are at risk in the lehigh valley when it comes to that kind of medical planning and that kind of public health service we're at risk and we're not at risk because certain agencies are failing to do their job we're at risk because we just don't have the organizational uh... structure in place to make these things happen in in a fair and fast way and i'll give you an example i when I, I was asked as a as an educator and superintendent i was asked if i would be interested in distributing h1n1 vaccines in our schools well i didn't know who i was going to distribute it to so i was but i was 1000 <laughs> i figured we'll get 25,000 i'll give them to everybody i know in the slate belt and we'll be covered Well, we ended up with 4,000, and 4,000 early on. uh, One of the first schools, I think, in the Lehigh Valley and Pocono Mountain areas to get the, the vaccine, which was terrific. But we had to scramble in order to put together a means of distributing that vaccine, and we did it by grabbing people who we could find along the way. And I have to tell you that the list of people who helped us out is long and includes St. Luke's Hospital and uh, certainly our, our emergency management officer in the county stepped up and did a fantastic job of helping us out. But it was very clear to me, H1N1 wasn't the, or it hasn't been, the kind of thing that's been life-threatening and it hasn't been the kind of thing that has, has the characteristics of sweeping across vast numbers of people. God forbid if that ever happens. Because I will tell you, I don't know where the Lehigh Valley is going to fall in getting support and assistance if and when, and I guess they're according to many people, when that happens, not so much if anymore. We went through this with avian flu. And I called the other superintendents in the county. I said, what what do they want us to do? They want want us to become familiar enough with the way to distribute things in order to distribute it if we have to do it very quickly. The first thing that we're told to do is contact your local board of health. So I can recall about three years ago going to a, uh, a large meeting of uh, school officials in Scranton and to try to determine how we should all manage to do this. And this was about the avian flu, not H1N1, which, of course, is uh, you know a much more serious health threat. And I asked the person in charge, what do you do if you don't have a board of health? And the person standing in front of the room did this. That's really a local decision. And that was the answer we got. And I will tell you that virtually every time we've gone somewhere, we—meaning that my fellow superintendents and, and I have attacked this issue and this problem—the answer is it's a local issue. Well, if you've got a local board of health, you're in good shape. Now, I can—one of the one of the, the many things that I recall. From that devastation of Hurricane Katrina, it was the 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 school buses flooded and and sitting there and knowing that all those people need to be evacuated and obviously nothing connected. My point is that in all of that, you heard the same. ...neighborhood called the Lehigh Valley, if we don't step up and understand that when the chips are down and whether it's bioterrorism or whether it's the avian flu or whether it's H1N1 or anything else, it's, it's up to us. No one else is going to help us. And that's why I'm here and that's why I've become a strong advocate for a board of health. And I will do everything possible... To help make this happen, because um, my stages in life have shown me that quality, the quality of life for all of us is not going to improve unless we can have this kind of service available to us. So, it's my my story. Thank you. Oh.
1: Thank you very much. Our next speaker is Dr. Alberto Carday. Uh, he's chair and professor of the Department of Health Studies at East Stroudsburg University, and he teaches in the Council on Education for Public Health, an accredited MPH program in community health education. He received a Master in Public Health from Boston University and his doctoral degree in International Studies With a concentration in comparative health policy from the University of Miami. Dr. Cardet has also worked with the World Health Organization and UNICEF. Over the past five years, he has been assessing the structure of existing public health services and analyzing their overall impact on health status. He lives in Strasbourg with his wife and daughters.
4: Thank you very much. Sorry, um, and um, what I also I would also like to thank um, Renewed Lehigh Valley um, and the League of Women Voters. And um, although the League of Women Voters in Monroe County has been active on this issue and has been one of the few who's been active on this issue, so um, the, the tenacity is there uh, as well. Um, I just want to, before I start in the formal presentation, want to uh, pick up a little bit on um, what the, uh, Mr. Reinhart was saying with regards to the H1N1. Um, we in Stroudsburg had the unfortunate um, uh, occasion of making CNN news uh, because our superintendent was also tried to be do the right thing and set up a clinic, accepted six thousand doses of the vaccine. And because of a malfunctioning refrigerator, which they went out and bought just for this, um, they lost the 6,000 doses. Um, and it's just an example of an infrastructure that is trying to do the right thing. It's just not what they're made to do. So, um, you know, all good deeds go punished. As, uh, no, no good deeds go unpunished, as they say. But um, what I wanted to do today was to... Um, not spend a lot of time necessarily on the presentation, but put together um, a couple of points that highlight, I think, the differences, the services that are missing um, in counties that lack a health department, and uh, as compared to those that have a local health department. Um, as the uh, introduction said, I've been working on this issue for the last five years um, in Pennsylvania, uh, principally. Um, and have found enough evidence to show that in counties that um, don't have local health departments, um, we can be we can be called an underserved population. We're underserved um, in terms of public health services um, that guarantee uh, a certain quality of life. Um, the and how to to do this is. Um, somewhat difficult in part because there is so much data and, and there, public health is such a difficult thing to um, to define um, but if we look at the three functions that actually Dr. Lyons covered at the beginning um, assessment assurance and policy development um, we can identify just by looking at, at small examples within these three functions um, of service gaps that places such as the slate belt um, and the other areas outside of Bethlehem um, in Northampton County that lack of a local health department are lacking the gaps in the services um, that make a real impact in terms of a populations access um, to basic information um, the first function uh, that dr. Lyons mentioned and, and is up on that slide is assessment and that is the again the and there are very long definitions for these um, uh, cert functions, but we're going to keep it simple and just say it's the accurate periodic assessment of community health status. All right, so um, maintaining good data so that we can make decisions. Um, assurance, which is very broad, but I'm going to focus on a central com- theme, and that's going to be the provision of information, the ability to inform, educate, and empower people about health issues so that they can make good decisions. Um, you know, it's not necessarily of only about providing services, but of providing the the information and the contacts so that people, so that citizens and residents can make their own decisions about the level of care that they want to maintain. And in policy development, and by that is working with uh, the elected officials um, and other entities, the development of policies that are going to help. And that that maintaining of, of a certain level of health. So if we start with assessment, and um, we want to find out, let's say, and I, I didn't know that uh, Mr. Reinhardt was going to make this what are the adult flu vaccination rates um, here for the Slate Belt. Okay, let's you know. Um, so that we can make a better planning for the distribution of uh, seasonal flu, not even an H1N1, just a regular seasonal flu. Well, we can go to the, um, uh, what's called the, uh, in short, the BRIFS, or the Behavioral Risk Factor Surveillance System, which is uh, data collected um, from specifically sampled areas ar- across the state, and um, and that asks a series of different questions, um, and when they're collected depends upon where where you are. Um, well, we—if you go onto the Pennsylvania Department of Health website, um, you would say, "Okay, let's look for Northampton County. Uh, let's look for the Slate Belt." Well, the problem is that if you look at this, um, the counties that have a local health department, uh, because uh, as Baron can tell you when